0: Men have their own set of challenges. Who better to give you advice than these? <laughs> Who let them have a podcast anyway?
1: I <laughs> <laughs> teacher mama's permission. This yes. yes. is the Battle podcast.
2: and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, my name Johnny. And I'm
1: Ray Ray. Oh, what up Ray? Fritz. It's a Maynard.
0: Maynard Mike. Welcome back again. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: You've got to be the only guy that introduces himself and attacks himself being here. You know, I do. Yeah.
0: Hey, I heard some again. I heard I've actually some
1: gotten to where I look forward to his intro. I don't because I don't know what the hell he's going to do. <laughs> you never
0: know. It's never going to be the same. Uh, sometimes I think Welcome about back. it. Sometimes I, I just sometimes let it's... the spirit ring. That reminded,
3: <laughs> that reminded me of uh, Fire Marshal Bill from In Living Color. Oh, my gosh. Is this
1: your cat, ma'am?
0: <laughs> let me show you something. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> oh,
0: my Lord. Oh, God, oh, help us all. Oh, I need to watch some more. We're
1: that. off That's to a so good, good start on this one. Yep. Oh, good night, nurse.
0: No, no. Oh, no, 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 no.
1: no. Wait a
0: minute. Hey, wait a I have something new. You can't bring something back. Yeah. Party
1: oh, foul. Don't resurrect okay.
2: the dead. Right? Party Party foul. Jesus. <laughs> Don't resurrect the de- the red, the dead red. Yeah, the up. red, yeah. yeah. I got you yeah. all jacked up. That would be the only way that he he'd be resurrecting the red is if he got his hair back on his head.
3: Hey, well, you know, our last episode is about our last episode was about digging up shit. I
2: just thought I'd dig a little shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but bum, I'm sure the nursing community really appreciates it. right? <laughs> Oh man, there's a whole song that goes along with that little saying that <laughs> I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll dig that up for you one day. Okay. We'll have to check that out. It was all right. It was pretty good. Until cool. then, let, let the dead dog lie.
3: <laughs> the dead dog <laughs> lie. Oh
1: my gosh.
0: Oh man. So how, how's Mayor Mike doing? I'm great. Are you? Loving life. Yeah. Just doing things. No, seriously. Um, everything's good. Everything's, uh, everything's good. It's good. It's okay. Work is good. <laughs> yeah. Are good. His life is a lot like his stats. My
1: I mean, happiness hey, 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 meter is like That's what I said.
2: okay right now. Hey, is work still keeping you woke? No. <laughs> no. I just want to make sure you're staying awoke at work. I, oh, man. Sometimes I think I take know you naps. like to take naps.
1: Yeah.
0: When your bed's that close to your desk, it's that easy. <laughs> he Got his,
1: him. himself stays awoke at work. He yeah.
0: himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You working
2: on them pronouns? <laughs> at
1: least you're a pro at your nouns I
2: mean if you get them phone calls hey John I, I got a real tough work assignment going on right now what's going on dude oh, I gotta figure out my pronouns what do you think I ought to go with he, them, they, they're them
3: oh <laughs> uh, shit I didn't even know what a pronoun was when just, I first I heard that just dude, put Mainer Mike,
0: main Mike on it put Mike on it
2: that's
3: my pronoun
0: I want to be called Mainer Mike Mainer Mike that's my new pronoun call me that
2: I identify as...
0: I identify a Mainer. Have you I ever decide seen I it? want to identify as a
2: 65-year-old retiree and collect my Social Security. Oh, man. Hey, watch it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you ain't there yet, Fritzie. You ain't there watch yet. Watch it. Oh, man. You know, the, the thing about... got look- what?
2: At least another five years, right? <laughs> oh, man. Hang on. He's trying to... Hit. I was about to <laughs> say, he was looking for a different button. I don't...
3: Hey, I don't want Uncle Cracker over here. Ain't saying nothing. He he still can't find that bullshit button, can he?
2: Nope. <laughs> no, he lost
1: I was so shooken. Oh, yeah. I was shooken.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know the the good part about uh, Fritz is you know when he retires, instead of shooting golf, he's gonna be out shooting guns.
2: Yep. Well, Ooh, I don't know the way this yeah. way this world's going. He may be shooting people. Oh man. <laughs>
3: Whoa.
1: Oh uh, man. That is I crazy. hope not.
3: Yeah, me too. You know that's part of the problem is that. We all we all hold on to too much crap. Too many people hold on to too much stuff, and I don't just mean physical stuff,
2: but mental stuff as well. Yeah, we got to learn to cut it loose, man. Yeah, I love that uh, that line. You remember the movie Roadhouse? Yeah, which one? Which one? Patrick Swayze sitting there and Sam? Uh, what's his last Elliot. You know, if the man pulls a gun on you, you got no choice but you take his life or he takes yours. You need to cut it the frig loose. Just cut it loose. <laughs> He's, of course, he didn't say frig, but this is a podcast and we don't use those four letter words unless you're the man, man or, Mike. or Mike. Man or Mike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't deleted. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I know. I know. Was that your pronoun you used? That was my pronoun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Delete. <laughs> that was an ER at the end. We're going to call
1: him four letter deleter.
0: Mike. Deleter. Call him the deleter. <laughs> good lord
1: sorry that was just too good yeah to we're going so.
0: a rabbit hole no <laughs> that
3: was a good one
2: <laughs> but we, we you're right right we have a tendency to hold on to stuff and we won't cut it loose yeah and what we don't realize is by holding on to things and refusing to let them go they eat us from the inside out
0: yeah ain't that the truth
2: you know
3: you know i've always said that uh you let it rent space in your head for free mm. you gonna let anybody live in your house for free so it's renting space and you head, not paying any rent. That's a damn sure. That well, that's what I'm saying for yeah. free. Yeah. So it's it's eating you up. It's eating your bread. It's taking your food. It's drinking your wine, and you ain't paying nothing. Yep. So and that's like forgiveness too. Forgiving people. If you if you don't forgive somebody, you're letting them live in your head rent free. Yep. You're not hurting them.
2: Well, the the bigger problem, and we talk about this on this podcast a lot with men, is we have a tendency to shrink, right? Yeah. We have a tendency to isolate, and that's what it causes. We, we tend to isolate ourselves. Separation comes in because now we've we've allowing whatever has been said or been done to cause us to have legitimacy to say, you know what, I'm not going to go out there. I'm not going to deal with this. I'm not going to be around this person. I'm, I'm going to cut this person out. And we just hold on to it and find ourselves in seclusion.
3: Well, yeah, you you physically cut the person out. You don't see them. You don't talk to them. But in your head, mentally, they're still right there.
2: Yeah, they never left. Right. They're spending more time with you now than they ever did before.
3: Yeah.
1: Ooh, good
2: point. I mean, you think about it. They're spending more time with you than they ever did before. And you know what the amazing thing is? You find out is every single instance when this happens, the person that's holding on to the shit is the one that's dealing with the other person. They have no idea what even is going on. Nope. Nope. They're living their everyday life. Yeah, they're living their everyday life. They're doing what they're doing, and they don't have no skin off their back other than the, the only discomfort they have is if they run into you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, uh, that's it. And in truth. Truth.
3: Bro, and, you know, the funny part is, is, is it can go a couple different ways. It could go where somebody's hurt you or wronged you and you let that person live in your head. Or the person that's done the hurting or done the wronging, you live in their head. I had a buddy of mine used to live with me. And I started going, getting, making some bad decisions and stuff and couldn't pay rent. So one day he he actually took the stereo out of his out of his car, gave it to me for rent. Next month, oh man, I, I don't I don't have it again. Third month, oh man, I don't have it again. All right, dude. Well, it's it's time for you to go. And I told him, I said, look, your friendship means more to me than you living with me. Yeah. And if you keep living here and not paying rent, yeah, we ain't gonna be friends. We ain't gonna be friends. And he's like, well, man, I promise I'll pay you back. I'll pay you back. You moved out, and you know. For a year, year and a half, avoided me like the plague. Yep. I I didn't care. And I told him, you know, I would reach out to him. Oh, man, I'm going to get, dude, I ain't worried about it. I don't care about the money. We did this so that we would remain friends. And now you're so worried about owing me money. It's running through your head. Cut that shit loose, man. Yeah, it's over. You know? I already chopped. I already chalked it up as a loss. Right, exactly. Yeah. But you know, and that and that that's how it happens. Whether you've done the wrong or somebody's wronged you, it yep. can go both ways.
0: Yeah, that's well, happened with friends of mine too in the past. It's literally you. They owe you money and they don't want to see you. They're like, nope, I don't. You know, I don't see you anymore. You know, like, it's on purpose because what they do is they're probably looking at you and saying, oh man, they're probably thinking about this money right now. I'm like. No, I've already thought, stop thinking about it. Like right. We've already I've already nixed it out of my head. It's like, I want to be friends with you still. I mean, yes, you did me wrong, but you know, we'll get through it.
2: <laughs> well, the thing, and we talked about there this, Mike and I were talking. mike a got a great heart. He's a giver. I said, yeah. but you gotta be careful. There's a world full of takers. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they, will, they will take.
3: There, here's here's a you tip. Know? Here's here's a a great tip for all of y'all out there. Never loan money you're not willing to lose. Yep. Wow. Yep. If you, if you don't loan money that you're not willing to lose, you'll never, you know, you'll, you'll never lose a friend. You'll never lose
2: anybody. Well, even in the Bible, it talks about don't even loan money to family. Just give it to them. Right. Without the expectation of getting it back because that destroys relationships.
1: Yep. Exactly. It does. It just breeds contentment. Mm -hmm.
2: I got another buddy of mine.
3: I loaned him $1,500. He needed 2,500 bucks. I couldn't, I couldn't loan him 2,500 bucks. I could loan him 1500 bucks knowing I was not never going to see that 1500 bucks back. You know what I mean? I knew that. Now I know that he'll work it off. He does, he, he does stuff for me, which is absolutely fine. But if I didn't have, you know, I wasn't going to give him 2,500 bucks. If I had gave him 2,500
2: bucks and needed that money back,
3: dude, we'd, we'd be,
2: mm-hmm.
3: we yeah. would not be friends right
1: Wouldn't now. would be good. Right?
2: Well, the yeah. other part of it too, when you talk about, you know, cutting it loose, and you, you made a good point about how it affects you when you refuse to cut it loose. Like,
1: yeah. I
2: think about my dad. You know, he had a lot of regret, you know, because him and my mom got divorced. He moved out of state. He made some mistakes in his marriage. He mm-hmm. made some mistakes in the course of raising us as kids. And all that guilt caused him to separate and isolate to where the point where he refused to allow himself to have any kind of fun mm. because he was so caught up in the guilt of yeah. what had happened. And so <clears throat> what it ended up doing to him is it, it robbed him his past robbed him of his presence, of his present, and it definitely stole him his future. Right. Because he's still living in yesterday. Golly.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. And it
2: happens. People do it. They're like they, you know, forgiveness isn't just designed for the person that you're forgiving. It's designed for you. Oh yeah. So that you can cut that loose and let it go so that you're not holding on and harboring that. Because at the end of the day, you become a prisoner of it.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you bet. You can add guy. that to the list of why men die quietly. Yeah, because oh, yeah. you're you caught up Go back up in and it. listen to that one if you haven't. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. You
2: get caught up in it, man. You're going to lose yourself in it, and it's going to eat you away from the inside out. Dude,
3: I, I would say that forgiveness is for you, period. It's not for the other person. It is solely for you.
2: And sometimes, like in your dad's situation, you've got to learn to forgive yourself, Yeah. And that was the issue I mean, whether, regardless of whether I forgave him or my other brothers or siblings forgave him, he wouldn't, he refuses to forgive himself. Right. And because of that, he lives, he torments himself. He dies quietly. Yes. Wow. And and as you can see it in his health right now, I mean, I just got a a, a text the other night about where he's deteriorating physically.
0: Mm.
2: And I really truly believe that, you know, when you start to internalize things, it starts to affect you. Oh, in yeah. a negative way. And it does affect your health. Oh, it yep. causes definitely.
1: stress and stress yep. will. Stress will cause. does amazing things to the body.
2: That's what I, yeah. I used to tell all my guys at work
3: is, you know what? You, you, you're complaining about being sore and your back hurting and stuff like that. Physical labor and soreness is going to do a lot less to your health than mental mm-hmm. anguish and stress. Stress will affect your blood pressure. Picking something up 10 times
2: a day is not going to affect your blood pressure. Isn't it amazing to like think about it, guys? Yeah. yeah. Something internally will always impact you greater than something externally.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: When yeah. you think about that, yeah, the body is just a shell, but the soul that dwells within it, that's really where the substance is at. And when mm. you start to erode away at that soul, it then affects the body. Oh, yeah.
0: Physical versus... You know, that's and this
1: might be an man. extremist example, but then you wonder why people cut and things like that because you know that external
2: well, they want to have some kind of physical,
3: yeah, feel, if you want
1: to feel something, I was, right? I, I exactly, to say, yeah.
3: I, I, I could chime in on that one when it, like I said, with a punching bag and you know, hitting it to my hands, sure. bleed and stuff was that you know, I knew how to handle pain, but I didn't know how to address the emotions. And Mm -hmm. the other things that I was going through internally. So I'd beat the shit out of that bag until I would
1: bleed. And that was also something you had control of. Exactly.
3: So, you know, I would put myself through that pain. So then I was like, okay, pain. I get pain. Okay. I know what to do with pain. I know how to, I know how to control that. I can control that. So I can kind of get the whole people turning the emotional into physical. Yeah. Because it's controllable. They can see it. They can feel it. They know what to do with it.
2: Well, you think about it. I mean, you can't control your emotions. You can suppress them. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yes, right. You can't control them, and that's the thing. People think that they can, and but you really can't. No, because you are affected one way or the other. Whether if just, you know, we use the term as men, as we bury it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to bury this. It's still there. Right. It's still it's still live and well. You just have just buried it. You've suppressed it. And there's a lot of
1: convenient there. tools out there for suppression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
2: And so you know. Or numbing it. We've talked about that in the podcast before, but you can numb it, you can suppress it, you can push it down, you can bury it, but you know, you're not going to control it. So let's just take a quick break and we'll come back here in a few minutes and we'll dive deeper into what it is and what we're talking about when it comes to the difference between control and suppression and burying. You're listening to The Battle
1: Podcast, a GSR podcast production. What up, men? This is Fritz, producer of The Battle Podcast. We want to thank you for listening today as we know your time is valuable. If you're finding this content helpful and useful in your life, well, maybe consider supporting us as a business sponsor or a personal gift. You know, a little goes a long way in helping us continue encouraging other men. We now have a PayPal account, which is quick, easy, and very secure. Just type in your browser, PayPal.me forward slash the battle podcast that's paypal.me slash the battle podcast or snail mail us a check we don't care we just appreciate each and every one of you and as always don't hesitate to contact us at the battle podcast at gmail.com if you'd like to be a guest or you have a show suggestion that's the battle podcast at gmail.com okay enough of this let's get back to it
2: now going back to
1: what i was saying
2: before we went on break you know, we use the term here too. It's medicators, right? We medicate it. Right. But the feeling and the emotion is still there. Mm -hmm. You can't make it disappear. Mm -hmm. It's still there. And it's funny that because external things do, do uh, affect you internally. Oh yeah. You know, we talk about the way people treat us, the way people walk things out with us. We've talked about people screwing us out of money. Maybe somebody said something bad about us. Maybe somebody's you know, done something that's affected our family, somebody's affected our job, whatever it may be. Right. And all those things are external, but they end up affecting us internal. And so we have a choice to either let it cut it loose or to hold on to it. Right. And, you know, and we use the term forgiveness and that's really what it comes down to is we have to learn to forgive and and understand that forgiveness doesn't mean that, you know, that person didn't hurt you or they weren't wrong in the situation. It's you're saying that in spite of that, you're willing to let it go because right. you know that right. it's affecting you negatively.
0: Yep. So if you suppress something long enough, dam's going to break. Yep. And it's going to come out and it's only going to be so much worse. And go I've ahead. had times when that's happened with me, suppress my feelings so much down that they just came up and just, it was not good for everybody.
1: Yeah. yeah. 10 out of 10 times, that's going to turn to anger.
0: Yep. Exactly.
1: Oh, it turned to anger real quick for me.
0: Well, I mean, mean,
2: and I don't want to skip over this, Mike, because I think you you make a very good point because I know that there was a time in your life when you went through a stage where you were bullied and and had issues. And I'm sure that suppression was a big part of that. Um, And, you know, as far as pushing that down rather than dealing with it, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, there's only so many things I remember because I suppressed it so much that I don't remember it anymore. I didn't want to. Completely. There's nothing I wanted to ever go back to, nothing I ever wanted thought of. But then every now and then something comes up where something happens and then that memory comes back and I'm like, I never knew that was even happening. I, well, yeah. I didn't even it's know it was possible. Exactly. It's a trigger. Exactly, yep.
2: Because even though it's inside, it's still inside, let go back to what I said, it's still inside of you and you, you're able to suppress it. But sometimes when somebody says something a certain way or yep. looks at you a certain way or treats you a certain way, all of a sudden that triggers it and it brings it back yeah. to life.
0: And then you wonder, why am I so upset about this? This was not that big of a deal. Why did this thing that happened that came up that made me think of this? Like, why am I that upset over it? I mean, like, cause what they did in the present didn't as much as what happened in the past. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, because you never dealt with it. In the exactly. Past. Exactly. So like it's coming back for the person who I'm dealing with in the present is getting the pain from the past. Yeah,
3: yeah. exactly. And that, and like you said, you never dealt with it. So you can't hide it. You can't shove it down. You can't, you know, it doesn't go away. You have to deal with it, Yeah. period. Mm-hmm. And a lot cut of- Cut it, it loose. Cut it loose. That's it, you know, and and, and, and address it. And, and nine times out of 10, the stuff in, in the past that you're starting to punish somebody in the
2: future for, you never cut it loose. Well, think yep. about it. Feelings evoke feelings. Right. So if you're in a situation with somebody and you're made to feel a certain way, it's going to evoke a feeling that you've buried inside of you. It's, it's, you know, the, it's almost like muscle memory. Yeah. You yep. know, but it's an emotional
1: muscle. Like you eloquently said, desperate people do shitty things.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Or, or smells. Same thing with smells. Smells can take you back to a time when you were five, six years old, running through the mm-hmm. orange fields. I say orange fields because I grew up here in Florida and yep. used to smell the orange blossoms all that time. Mm-hmm. But they, the deer it, fields, deer fields. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, um, same thing, like you just said, the emotions ev- evoke other emotions. Right. So it's like a, like a smell that you, you smell something and you remember something. So somebody says something to you mm-hmm. and something you suppressed 25 years ago, all of a sudden just boom, right up to yep. the surface. And, and you
2: know who, who typically gets the brunt of that most of the time in our situation is our spouse yeah, yeah. Our and spouse. our kids. Yep. Yep. Because we're the most vulnerable with those two groups of people. Mm hmm. And so when you let your guard down and you have you're vulnerable and then all of a sudden you're you you made to feel a certain way that you have felt before. Well now it's even worse because now you're you, you're not guarded.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's not just smells, I mean music. You oh, hear yeah. a song oh. from back in your old days when yeah. you were a high school kid. Don't get me going in. Yeah, just, you, you, know see, you know hear that? something, you're like, you remember <laughs> <laughs> No. On.
2: No, John. You ahead. don't know, but you know. Come on, come on. Sh- share with the group. No. it's a sharing session. Yeah.
3: What was that song you were playing that night?
2: No, uh, was it All Out of Love? Yeah. So lost without you. you know, Air Supply. <laughs> the last Supply in the background, boy.
3: Oh man.
2: But as
3: far as dealing with emotions, um, if you listen to some of the older podcasts, you know that I used to have some serious anger issues, and that was one emotion that I knew how to control. So everything would, I would convert to anger. And like Mike was saying, if you store it or stuff it down, eventually it's going to, it's going to explode. Mm -hmm. And I've had that happen. So, you know, this is a process to, to get over anger issues and stuff like that. I've I've come to realize that as soon as, you know, something happens, say it, get it out, deal with it. Yeah. Deal with it right then and there, Mm -hmm.
2: cut it loose. At that point, you can. And you got to have those tough conversations, you know, and we were, you know, we had a good conversation at breakfast this morning, just talking amongst the fellas. And, you know, you got to be able to be a man about it. And if there's something that's inside of you that you're dealing with that's affecting you because of your spouse or your kids or whoever it may be, your friends, you got to be able to sit down and say, hey, look, you're making me feel this way. Or "I, I think this way. And just to be honest with you, this is what comes out. of This is what I hear. This is what happens. Because the more that you suppress it, the more you try to avoid it, it's it's still there, and now you're building up an even higher and deeper so, sense of resentment. Well, know? and
1: then the, then you're going to start uh, hurling uh, insults and things like that, or making your spouse your a pin cushion yeah. for the way you feel, a
2: <clears throat> verbal punching bag. Yeah. Well, and the, because the other thing too is is that when when those feelings evoke feelings. Like Ray said, you've got it all built up and then you just explode. So, so you're not even really exploding about that one particular situation. You're exploding because of 15, 20, 30 other situations mm-hmm. that you've buried. Yep. And yep. now you've just reached the top where it's just, you know, the pressure cooker's on and it's 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 popping. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: And, and let's take it to a work site. Let's take, it, let's take it to work. Co-workers, if they're doing stuff, you know, Everybody knows that everybody's got a coworker who's constantly kind of trying to undercut you and trying to get there before you and trying to say, hey, look at me, so on and so forth. If you don't address that, you're going to end up exploding and looking like the ass. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all of this stuff, you know, don't hide your feelings. Don't, you know, run from them. Don't let them run your life, but address them. Mm-hmm. Talk about it
1: But they kind of are running your life, right in your head.
3: If, if yeah. you let them, yep. if you let them, if you let them, they will run yep. your life for sure. You bet. They will definitely
2: run your life. You know, an exercise that I've, I've used on so many times, like going into work in the morning, if there's something that's with the job that aggravates me is I will role play my whole way to work, getting all the frustration oh, out yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. before I get there. So that when the conversations had, yep. I'm not at my peak of, of, of frustration. I've already kind of cut it loose and released it. Yep. So now that I can have the conversation, and I've learned to do that too with my relationships with my wife or my kids too, to where I actually play it through in my mind and go through it and you know, get it all out within myself yep. to, so that when I'm sitting down, I'm not allowing those fresh emotions to control the conversation.
0: And And that's the reason why they tell you to write you know, if you're going to write an angry email to, to your boss or write an angry email to anyone at work or even your family, like write it down and sit on it. Don't send it. You write it down. You get, it, get all those emotions out and then you wait on a day. They say if, Then you read it back in a day and if in a day you're still that angry, then yes, you send it and you, you adjust it. You, you make it so you're not as ticked off as you were. You can make those updates. You can still say those important points, but you at least thought about it. Right, uh,
3: to go on uh, what John was saying, having that conversation on the way there before he even gets there to to kind of sort it all out, you got to be careful with that because what I was notorious for doing for myself is having a complete conversation slash argument with a person I was having an issue with and working myself up. Work yourself get home. myself all amped up and all kinds of pissed off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've done that, and well, then,
2: that doesn't happen. My mind decompresses. You just add fuel to your fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly.
3: But that's why I was bringing that up is Some because people it doesn't work
2: for you. Huh? No. Exactly.
3: So you know, I, I would end up getting so pissed off and have this entire conversation and exactly how it's going to go, and it's and I and I would just get so pissed off and so worked yep. up that I'd have to wait 10, 15 minutes before I walked in the door. Uh-huh. You know, so yeah, you. You, you got do. to find what works
0: for you. Yeah.
2: Well, life's too short to die in frustration and resentment. Right?
0: Well, well I'll, I'll be the, I mean, you, we all talk about, you know, we talk about our faith here and, and glad we do. And I love to do it. Um, when I sit at my desk and everything's frustrating, I wrote something at the edge of my Bible that literally says, this is how I fight my battles. So it just, I can see that and focus on that. That, that is my go-to. It doesn't have to be yours. Other people have their own thing but that is my go to when it comes to anything Is frustrated about i get into the word and that's just what i do so there you go that's your that's the way that, it works that's that's how i do it
2: well there's a saying in our culture and it drives me crazy it's like we get this happy life happy wife happy life yeah. right you know for for men and it's like uh, so what a man's supposed to be miserable as long as his wife is happy mm-hmm. is that how
1: that works you know no.
2: That, that no we got to make sure that we live a joyful life.
1: We yes. really want the answer to yeah.
2: that question. I mean, I'm, not uh-huh. looking for ha- I'm not looking for happiness. I'm looking for joy.
0: Correct. You know there you go. Saying? Yeah. And
2: the the problem is, is that with guys is we think, okay, we'll sacrifice our joy and our contentment to make somebody else happy. And it turns into resentment.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. And we've had multiple talks amongst us guys, you know, about the things that are going on in our lives. And if you think about it, that's really what it comes down to is, we sacrifice contentment and it turns into resentment. Yeah. We, we sit here and we go, well, it's expected of me to do this, 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 and this. Okay. But it's also expected of your spouse to do this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. It's also yep. expected of other people to walk things out. Like, there's expectations on your kids. Yeah. The way that they should show respect mm-hmm. and, and, and gratefulness and, you know, and honor their parents and all these different things. And so we, we live in a culture today where men are told, Make everybody else happy at the sacrifice of your happiness.
0: Mm.
2: And that's not the way that this is supposed to be designed. Right. It's supposed to be, we're supposed to be living a joyful life yep. together. And and if we're focused on treating everybody the right way, rather than getting seeing what we can get, or men getting caught up on what they can just give, we need our love jug filled so that we can fill others. Yep. Love jug. You know love what I'm saying? jug. You can't. I can't pour love (laughs) into my wife, Uh, uh. into my kids, into my brothers, into my coworkers, into the world if my jug is empty.
0: Yep. Yep. True. So
2: I need to be poured into as well. Truth. And, And that's the problem. That's why a lot of guys end up not being able to cut shit loose is because they live with a lot of resentment because they're being robbed of their contentment. Right, and we got to make sure that we're continually being filled. And the ways that we do that is finding fulfillment in our life and being filled is surrounding ourselves with people that pour into us. Yep, yep, you
1: know, and, and
2: and that's where we fail.
1: Mm-hmm. Preach, brother. I, mean, I hope that people just heard <laughs> what what you just said right there. Oh yeah,
2: because it, that's why we don't we can't cut it loose is because we're not being fulfilled. We're not being filled. Right. We're empty. We're empty and we're we're spiteful and we're resentful and we're frustrated and we're angry and all these different things because we feel like we got to give, 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 and all people do is take, 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 take. And then we think it's weakness if we receive it from somebody. Mm-hmm. But we need it so desperately.
3: Right. And if you're if you're giving, 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 giving just for what's gonna be given back to you, you're doing it for the wrong
2: reasons. Right. Correct. But going back to what Mike says, he looks at the word as his source of fulfillment. There Fulfillment—that's what fills him, right? There you go. So I guess at the end of the day, when you listen to this podcast, the question you ask yourself: What are you using to, to fill you?
0: Yes, that's good
2: because that—that's a—that's a huge question.
0: It never used to always be that way for me. I would always find other things. I'd find alcohol. I'd find even 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 when I was, you know, I would even when I was married. I'd, that was one of those things I was like, oh, go to. I'd find sports. I'd find activities with the kids and just get out of the house yeah and just find something to do that would fulfill me but I don't feel as guilty about it you know well I mean? let's
1: get real about that for a second and Correct. why is that is because you're not allowed to be yeah. what you were created to be mm-hmm. and that's the lion the leader Correct. the man in charge yep yeah that's so true the big true toe place.
2: and guys listen at the end of the day it really comes down to this what are you feeling yourself with right? You can't cut it loose if you're empty. And that's the problem with so many men that are out there listening to this podcast. You are empty because you're not being filled. Now, listen, the way you get filled is is different for every man. I mean, you know, for Christians, we get filled with the word. We get filled with fellowship. we We get filled with prayer. We get filled with a lot of different things. You know, some of you, maybe you just need to surround yourself with some other positive people in your life that are going to pour something into you that's positive, that are going to be people that encourage you, that are going to love you, that are going to stand beside you, guys that are going to push you, you know, and press against you and force you to be uncomfortable to make the right decisions and to do the right things. But at the end of the day, you can't pour love if you're empty. Your jug is empty. And, you know, we, we sacrifice contentment and we replace it with resentment. And we we get caught up in this whole thing about duty and admiration and and you know and and all these things that we're supposed to to do as a man. And the next thing you know, we're just lifeless, and we're rotting from the inside out. And the reality of it is, is because we can't forgive ourselves, let alone forgive everybody else. Listen. The most important thing that you need to make sure that you're filling up is you. Because as a man, you're the source of love and life for so many other people that God has entrusted you to. We have to pour into our children. We have to pour into our wives. We have to pour into each other. Listen, if you are listening to this podcast right now and you're holding on to things, you got to learn to let them go. Cut them loose. Cut them loose, man. All that is an, is, an, is, is an anchor around your waist that is dragging you down. And the only thing you're going to get out of that is resentment and frustration. Life's too short. And if you can get your head wrapped around that, well, hell, that's where the rubber meets the road.